0: Now that's a parking spot. Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully.
1: Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit amfam.com. Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. (laughs) This, <laughs> this is uh, this is some funky music there, huh? Yeah, it
0: is. <laughs>
1: wow, I kind of liking it. You know, I'm I- I'm I'm enjoying this. Mm. Don't don't mind me dancing.
0: <laughs> I feel like we're in like a London nightclub or something.
1: <laughs> I've never been to a London nightclub, but. I- <laughs> I don't want to turn it Side off. By, I'm just picturing one. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. I gotta stop it. <laughs>
0: wow.
1: Right, right. That that was different. At least I could be heard, huh? Yeah, I
0: like it.
1: I hear an echo. I hear myself in your in your in your world there, Carrie. That's all right
0: my headphones nope nope that's not good we uh, were practicing uh. this earlier and it worked
1: see well, you and the maestro were practicing
0: yeah but apparently it wasn't a good thing hang on i will switch over
1: yep uh. <laughs> so in the meantime welcome everybody you you would normally hear a long recorded intro that would say the name of our network and our station and the name of the show and where you could find us but uh we're not there um when we'll figure out how to add that to maybe i don't know if podbean allows you to edit live that might be the difference i think the recorded episodes you can do but we kind of do live a lot so that's a little interesting still some things to work out but welcome chat room and welcome, everybody, listening on the little listener thingy there. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for tuning in. And, and whoa, now I'm, really so hearing myself. now I'm really hearing myself.
0: I don't know how you could be hearing yourself now. I turned off the speaker and I'm in my headset.
1: It's pretty loud. It's pretty loud. Wait, oh, you're there there, I am. you're there. there I am. Hang on. Wow, stand by. I'll do this whole third person thing, you know. <laughs> Can I can I ask myself questions?
0: <laughs> Hang on, what is happening here? Hang on, stand by.
1: Stand by, everybody. Well, in the meantime, if there's, I, I'm not hearing myself now. So whatever you're doing is good. It's good.
0: All right, I'm getting there. I'm getting there.
1: Yep, I don't hear me. That's that's always a plus. I'm speaking staggered. I'm staggeredly speaking just to check. That's why I'm speaking <laughs> like this. I want to see if anybody could hear. Okay. No. Good. You got it. So hi, Carrie. Right. Welcome to your show.
0: <laughs> Welcome to my show. That's awesome. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. Um, quick shout out to everybody in the Podbean world. Um <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'd be afraid too. My God, I would hate to actually ask myself. Know, anyway, that should that should be like a theme podcast, just where we talk to ourselves and just go really schizo. It'd be fun.
0: That'd be awesome. I think it'd be great.
1: Sure, sure. Only to us, but it's okay. So we have a lot of topics <laughs> to. We have a lot of topics to go over today, like everything we plan to talk about. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so yeah. We did it. <laughs>
0: no,
1: and, well, yeah,
0: that's okay.
1: You know, that's okay. Oh, look at that. I got an alert on the phone saying that, you know, there's a new live cast. Rise above the noise. Look at that. Look
0: at that. Wow, look at that. That's cool.
1: And it's pretty neat. Thank you, Podbean World. So so to the Podbean Universe, I'm Dan. That's Carrie. And this is, this is our weekly show that is only week two here on the Podbean World and has existed a little bit longer on the blog talk world and happy that you could all join us. My doggie is here in the co-pilot seat. That's right. So... that's fine.
0: I take her collar off this time so that she wasn't jingling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jake wants to talk, but that's okay. So, <laughs> got to ask you, got to ask you, what is on your mind this week for what's going on in the world, if you will? Wow.
0: Well, um, so Just- interestingly enough so we were um so we we well you were here uh the other week and we Mm -hmm. um actually got this uh nice little um outdoor couch set up uh in the lake room so we were hanging out there and so this morning i was hanging out there for a while and i i turned on the radio and uh, uh kevin you know hooked up this like i don't know he has this weird genius crap that he does and So he got some sort of like internet radio going through our, our, our stereo out there. And so I found a station. So it was like an AM station, but it was in full, like, you know, glory FM style. Um, from uh, i think it was out of new york um but it's a talk radio station and there's a a guy and a a girl doing the the talk radio and it was great because it reminded me a lot of you and me (laughs) because she's like you know i'm not a trump fan and he's like well i am and so it was kind of funny so they were going back and forth i was like wow this is us and um,
1: (laughs) we should go after them for gimmick infringement
0: yeah right. I think so. Mm-hmm. They might have been there first. That's okay. That's <laughs> but, okay. Um, but it was it was nice to hear them, you know, like kind of talking and, and and doing this kind of the same thing that like you know, kind of like the same views that we have. And uh, uh, that one of the things they were talking about was, um, and this is very random, but just just to start things off, they were talking about how like you know every single state now is in some form of um, opening up, um, whether it mm-hmm. be you know stage one, phase one, whatever the hell they're calling it. And um, so it's it's interesting. So you know to see how you know how things are going to go. And I, I just it just right before I, I uh, got on with you here. Um, I was you know looking through some stuff on my phone just to see you know just to make sure I you know I had you know just looking over because I've been i listening to the news and trying to think of some things to talk to you about and and I'm just like. You know, and everyone's, like, freaking out about, like, you know, this state's opening up too much, that state's not opening up enough, and everyone's arguing about this and that, and, like, this gym's opening, and they don't care, and it was, like, a gym in New Jersey that they're opening no matter what, and... You know, this barber shop's opening no matter what. And this place, and I'm just like, you know what? At this point, I'm just so tired of it all. And I'm just like, you know what? Just let everyone do whatever they're going to do. If they want to stay home, let them stay home. If they want to go out, let them go out. If they get sick, they get – I just – at this point, it's like I'm so tired of the argument. I'm so tired of the fight no matter what side you're on. Whether you, you're arguing that everything should be open or if you're arguing everything should be shut down. I'm just so tired. It's like I, you don't know who to believe anymore. You don't know who to listen to anymore. And I'm just, I'm just, I can't be the only one. I can't be the only one who's just like, I just, just stop already. Like just, just, you know, it's, is it worth this? Like going back and forth and arguing? (laughs) I don't know. What do you think, Dan?
1: You don't want to know what I think. I mean, I, 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 I I (laughs) I'm in a, I'm in a state of calm with it because I'm pushed past a point of absolute disgust and, I just I wonder how much people can see everything right in front of them and actually be so blind and or you know electively naive. So I I just I can't.
0: But it's I hard. Can't. I mean, you got like you have you have everyone coming at you at both sides. You know what I mean? Like, and you know you know I don't think I'm an idiot. But like, you know, I'm it. yeah, I mean, maybe I am. <laughs> it's hard to see sometimes, right? But you know, like, like we talked about this. It's like, like, I, I try to see every side and I try to like think things through and and not like, you know, make a, a hasty decision. Like, I don't want to say, no, you're an idiot. Like I, I wait for the evidence, you know? And, mm-hmm. but like, there's so much out there. Like there's so many different sides. Like I don't want to hastily judge someone being like, you're stupid I mean, unless they are clearly stupid, you know. There's some people who are clearly stupid. I know. But but if you look at it, like you have the experts, right? All these experts, and you have you have about an equal amount of experts on either side saying two very different things. It's like, well, who the fuck are you supposed to believe? You know, and that's the problem.
1: That's the problem, and that's what I'm so sick of. And that's why I just question the ability of people to think for themselves now. And Mm -hmm. that's the sad part. That's more what I'm referring to, not either side, just the fact that so many people could be so. You know, incapable of actually thinking and acting and, and living for themselves. And it's like they're waiting for their talking points or they're waiting for the directives. Mm. And it just mm. it it nauseates me, you know. And then and then get ready for this one. Get ready for this one. Last night or yesterday, yesterday, I seen the breaking news. Here we go. Here we go. Uh oh. Yeah, I Uh-oh. like it. Oh, Uh-oh.
0: It's very serious.
1: It it should be. It should be. It's coming. It's coming
0: to a theater In... near you.
1: Wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's I like That's this. right. That's right, people. That's right. I saw the news yesterday. <clears throat> Breaking news. In the latest polls released, unfortunately, The evil racist bigot Donald Trump is still beating senile Joe Biden in many matchups, including liberal skewed polls. With that, we now have new breaking news from China. Hundreds die from new coronavirus outbreak. (gasps) Oh, no. You must be seeing
0: old news, Dan. Because No, that was
1: breaking.
0: I saw... But I saw breaking news today that said that basically the polls are all showing, including for a lot of Republicans, that everyone's (laughs) like, "Yeah, Biden's better."
1: (laughs) No, 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 that's and
0: and to go wait and to go with that, that the people who had supposedly come down with the new infection, actually it was bad testing. I literally saw the exact opposite of what you just said. This is hysterical! Holy shit! This is just proof positive. (laughs) And
1: that, ladies and gentlemen, is why until nine thirty, until nine thirty at night on election night, Hillary Clinton still had a ninety-six percent chance of winning by all polls. Um, (laughs) Oh my god! This is
0: amazing.
1: You see, it was breaking from Reuters and breaking from Sky News yesterday about the new coronavirus in China. Uh, right after the polls came out, wow. but today, good for them, course correction. I'm so proud of that. Wait, let's give it to the let's give it up to the mainstream media. Let's get yeah,
0: yeah, yes. <laughs>
1: Yes. You're having too them. much
0: fun. <laughs> I know.
1: I can't I can't I swear, add our Dan, audio. I
0: swear, I just I swear I just saw that I'm not even making this up. I'm trying to look for it right now on my phone because this is hysterical. Holy shit. I cannot believe this. <laughs>
1: it's it's not a surprise. I mean oh. they changed they changed their narrative so many times in a in a matter oh of God. an hour.
0: Yeah. And that's what I'm uh, saying. People can't, like, it's hard to decide, well, what the hell's the, you know? And like you said, like, people need to think for themselves. But sometimes it's hard. You know what I mean? Like, you, it's like, well, you, you get bombarded <laughs> on both sides with so much misinformation. How the hell is hard to figure out what's true and what's not? And even me, as, as, as an educator for so many years, teaching kids how to, like, wade through all of the crap and try to, like, you know, find the truth, it, it can be difficult, <laughs>
1: Oh this is a new level. You got to be you have to be jaded like me and just look at it all <laughs> as toxic trash and just kind yeah, of well, find yeah, that middle yeah. ground, you know. So I I, I think it's more a dry run because, you know, they're already planning a uh, shutdown, too, in November. So, they, you know, they're just yes, test, yes. testing the waters, you know, to see. I, I, I am going to share later on on uh, Facebook. And remember, everybody, you can find us at Voice of the People USA Fascist Radio book. on, on Facebook. How dare you call it that? On Facebook, <laughs> the, the wonderful community of free speech where everybody is welcome to express their viewpoints without fear of condemnation or banning. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm trying I'm trying to get us ready for the the June launch in the YouTube world and everything I want to I want to really get you know on the on the side of the establishment so I'm gonna start selling out a little mm-hmm. bit yeah I think it'll be good you know that's healthy it. healthy you know <laughs> I'm I already uh I already requested my first intelligence briefing from the DNC so uh you know oh, I'm ready wow, I'm right. ready I'm ready to jump right in it's all it's gonna be great it's really gonna be great
0: that's awesome
1: I like I like seeing that uh the 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 super, super famous governor of Michigan who is so popular and beloved by her people um, is, is Joe Biden's pick for vice president that, you know, well, he, uh, sorry, he's, I forgot he's running for Senate. Um, but uh, yes,
0: he's still yes. running. Wait, I don't even know. Is he still alive? Like I've lost track of him.
1: He, he comes out of his cave every now and again, his handlers let him out. Um, I, 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 <laughs> I, I do. I do enjoy it all. The, the, the sickness of it all. It's just, it's hilarious. Really is hilarious, but you know, it's just so many things that you just want to scream about. And, you know, one of the things I found funny last night was a 60 minutes interview with a Dr. Fauci. And I, Mm -hmm. I love this video so much. So I will share this on our fascist book page. at voice of people, USA radio, and it, it's a necessary watch. It's Dr. Fauci basically laughing at people for wearing masks from about a month ago and telling people how masks don't do any good and it's not maybe protect from a droplet and how you're just doing it to make yourselves feel better and then it ends with the video of him standing behind trump wearing his mask oh jeez <laughs> I, I love it i love it the hypocrisy and the naivety of them our our, our heroes and our experts are going to save the world but don't worry don't worry they're they're on point now they're they're ready with their new vaccine so it's it's coming it's coming you know i i feel confident i'm saying I, I heard a, a very passionate man say this online yesterday and I'm gonna repeat his words. So for the for the crazies out there, you're welcome. I'm gonna quote Alex Jones. If you think you're going to if you think you're gonna rape me with your steel pin and stick me with your vaccine, that will be the day I pull my gun. And I fire upon anybody who dares try to do such a thing. And that will be the day that this country devolves into a civil war. So, and that is me on the record, making not a threat, a promise that when that day comes, expect the end times. So, I mean, kind of scary, kind of sad, but true. Because let's let's face it, does anybody trust any vaccine at this point? You know, it's... Eh. There's so many so an anti
0: vaxxer, Dan.
1: I, oh, please. I don't, I don't wear labels. I just, I could pull apart <laughs> bullshit from reality. You know, again, when you have a vaccine court with that's paid out billions and billions of dollars for people who have been hurt. Um, have been hurt, have been, had their lives destroyed, autism, cancer, uh, death all because of vaccines. It's like the, the proof is in the pudding, you know? And it said, so I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not a pro-vaxxer. I'm kind of just, Read the inserts. I mean, it's like it's like when they put the commercials out. They tell you all the wonderful side effects that you know you'll you'll grow an antler out of your ass. You know you'll <laughs> you'll crap out an intestine. But hey, your your migraines will be gone. You know yeah, it's, right. it's 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 one of those deals, and it's kind of wow. I hear noises everywhere. It's it's kind of <laughs> it's Not kind of one me, of those. I swear, we're quiet. Hey, my phone is on silent, so just so, so you know. But um you know it's it's sick and i'm not going to trust anything i mean they had a report that came out yesterday i think it was what i think it was only 10 people 10 people i don't know if it was in china or japan i did not do my due diligence on this and check in advance i saw the story yesterday or two days ago excuse me and the stock market literally went up a thousand points after the research came out about a stem cell treatment that not only healed um, 10 people over the age of 70 with COVID-19, but it also repaired the damage to their lungs, a completely safe and viable alternative using stem cells. And the stock market shot up. And the next day they're like, oh, well, there's, that's, that's unproven. So let's go back to our human guinea pigs taking this poison. I'm right. like, that's that falls in line with the Sweden model that we can't talk about that because, uh herd immunity happened. Uh-oh, we can't talk about that. We can't talk about Japan. We can't talk about Taiwan. We can't talk about Thailand. We can't t- – you know, it's like – it's the yeah. craziness. It's the craziness of it all. You might hear my dog bark, but he's passionate too. And you got to remind the dog, <laughs> we, we yell and bark on Thursdays. So with, with- – <laughs>
0: well, no. <laughs> he not like that.
1: Oh, everybody, I'm sorry. My dog is the man. <gasps> oh, God. So, my dog wants to be a part of the show. Hey, nothing says professional like this. We are in professional studios. No, in our houses. But, the, you know, the Maestro and Carrie have a whole studio thing going on in their house.
0: But. Yeah, but we can't use that. I'm on my phone with my. I know. My next. Next. The pod bean. <laughs> next
1: week. Next week. You know? But, you know, I, I want to. I also want to take a, a second here and just um, kind of go back real quick. Unfortunately. You know, we're still using our blog talk radio format, and that's blogtalkradio.com slash VOPUSA. And Carrie, who ran the show last week, will also be on the show this week, which is something she doesn't usually do, but did an amazing job with all the rest. And it was a really awesome show. And I'm happy that you're going to be a part of it tomorrow. And I, I ask everybody to please uh, consider tuning in at blogtalkradio.com slash VOPUSA. That can also be found on our page on Fascist Book at Voice of the People USA Radio fan page. Um, Tomorrow's show will be fun, and I look forward to it. Um, I'll probably be in a car again, but it's all good. Um, Also, also I want to make a little bit of an early announcement. I didn't really discuss this with you, but I think we've spoken about this probably last week at some point. But um, the decision has been made. And because I I'm scatterbrained with this stuff and I'm constantly thinking about what we can do and how we can build upon this platform that, you know, a lot of people are passionate about that I'm passionate about. And obviously, you know, all that you and Kevin have put into this and all that we put into this over the years and just the you know, it's exciting. It's exciting times. And obviously, Carrie and Kevin have their I guess you could say podcast slash blurbs on the yeah. VOP network side, on the second public channel here on Podbean, so you have the two public channels Voice of the People USA Radio, where you'll find this show, where you'll find the other politically charged shows, and then the VOP network channel, where you'll find Carrie's and Kevin's shows, and then a whole bunch of other hosts that are going to be coming into the fray starting in June, which I'm very excited about. But made the decision that we are going to take the flagship show on Thursday and not scrap it and not change the date and time because we've been going pretty consistently with that now at 6 p.m. Eastern until 9 p.m. Eastern. We've been doing that pretty consistently for a long time, but something that we spoke about and I totally concur with is I like both sides. I This is, this is one of my favorite shows for a simple fact, and I'm a little bit biased because, you know, I like when we have our conversations. And I like when you and I are able to talk and the difference is is we're just able to see that people are actually listening on this for- format versus <laughs> blog talk. But uh, it's it's cool, and I like it a lot. So the decision has been made to kind of not change the format, so to speak, but to change up the content and the scheduling. And we are going to add a second Voice to the People USA radio show on Tuesday nights starting probably either 6 or 7 p.m. That will be determined shortly. And that show is going to be a two-hour format. And that one will be primarily conversationally based, I would say, discussing the issues and, you know, going over the the news of the day, the news of the week, if you will. And the Thursday show will be more open to callers. So I'm happy to announce that. And I'm also happy to say that that is going to launch here on Podbean instead of Blog Talk Radio. So we'll have a little bit of a difference. Right. I think that was your idea. And I I totally roll with that about how launching new format new shows on this format and I totally agree. I mean, there's there's some little things that obviously we'd like to see evolve or change up, but I think that's pretty cool and the best way to do it. And why not? I mean, the poppy audience has been pretty cool to us. It's a cool mm-hmm. format. They have, and yeah. you know, hey, I I, love I the chat pl- chat's awesome. It's kind of quiet right now, but then again, I'm also not paying attention very closely, so I apologize. But to all the mm-hmm. people that are in there. Thank you. Um, it's it's something it's something uniquely different, but I, I like the engagement side of it. I do. So we are gonna launch that in maybe less than two weeks. It may be two weeks, something somewhere in that realm. But I'm happy to bring that to this format because I will say I've listened to your guys audio and i listened to our show from last week on spotify because you can find voice of people usa radio on spotify on not one not two but three separate spotify channels we have control over one you're welcome um <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's true it's true you know right. but we are on spotify we are on itunes we are on google podcast i Heart radio uh tune in radio we're all over the place and the audio did sound really good. Even you speaking over the phone, it sounds as if we're on mic together, and I think that's really that's cool. Awesome. So, yeah. yeah. So that's that's my little my little announcement, a little break from the action, if you will, because I just wanted to throw that out there because I'm I think it's the right thing, and we're going to change up co-host and change up. You know, it, it may be a rotating cast of co-host on Tuesday nights. It may be a set co-host or two, joined by a rotating third. You never know. But I think it'll be a different format, a different forum, if you will, and it'll be exciting and gives us an opportunity to discuss kind of everything instead of trying to force feed everything because Mm -hmm. three hours, some people, and I know you're one of them, you're one of them. Some people think that three hours, how are you (laughs) going to fill time with me? Come on. Uh, Three hours, (laughs) like I don't have enough time.
0: (laughs) That's right.
1: Like I don't have enough time. We need to start doing six hour formats. Okay. But, uh, but I, I I admit,
0: last week I was worried without you. I thought, you know, you, you know, with you driving and all that, you might not be around much and you, you called in and you stayed there, but, I think, uh, you know, Herbie and Mike and, and myself. And like, I think, you know, it, it actually went like, there was times when Mike's like, we were supposed to break. I'm like, Oh yeah. I forgot about that. It was, it actually went pretty <laughs> well. I was surprised. Yeah. No,
1: It really did. <laughs> and for that, for that, you know, it's coming. Ah, sorry. I'm going to keep playing with this stuff continuously because it's so exciting to me. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. I
0: think it's great. <laughs>
1: right. But um, no, it went really good. And then uh, this this past Sunday as well, we launched the Uncensored Truth podcast, uh, Mike Jacobson's separate show that he's going to be doing, and that launched on Blog Talk. That may convert over to Podbean as well, depending on you know some functionality things as well. But another show added to the fold, and you know there's there's a lot of shows coming. And I urge people to visit, if you haven't done so already, Radio.com, built by the maestro, Carrie's husband. And I'll continue to call him the maestro because it's deserved. Sorry, Carrie. And he needs to be on the show. I know he's there somewhere. And he needs to he needs to take part in the conversation sometimes. I think that would be absolutely hilarious and fun. I told but... him to.
0: he, Tonight he's, he's doing some sort of... Uh for work right now he's actually something broke at, at work and now he's up there doing his thing so
1: ah he's masterminding i, I get it i get it but <laughs> you know we are going to start doing some updates and stuff like that soon with scheduling and format and uh show announcements not only on the voice of people usa radio fan page on fascist book but also at vopusa radio.com so i asked everybody to kindly follow us there because a lot of good things are coming. And also here on Podbean, I am gonna institute sometime this week, we have the newsletter function on here, which hey. via MailChimp. I, I I still laugh at that name, MailChimp. But um I don't know if that's racist or not, but <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know. But um we do have that functionality on here and it's part of the package that we have so Going to institute that, and also ask people to subscribe, to subscribe to our our mailing list, our little newsletter. And I mean, it's not going to be something I'm going to bombard anybody with, but basically show notifications, schedules, guests, because we do have, as it stands, about four guests in the bullpen for June. Which again, I will not reveal any names or anything, but actual, you know, people. Three out of four have celebrity status, but not asshole celebrity status. So I think that'll be. Pr- yeah. Right. That'll be pretty cool. So I'm going to ask people to actually subscribe to the newsletter and just stay up to date that way as well. We have it. We pay for it. Might as well use it. Right. That's how I look at it. So it'll be fun. And other than that, I mean, I feel like I'm doing the the audio intro thing in live time, you know, but um, <laughs> it's, it's
0: OK.
1: <laughs> no, not really. I'm getting I'm getting reports so that we sound very clear on here. So, that I keep works. hearing, awesome. I keep hearing people say that, which is pretty cool. So, rock on, rock on, Podbean. But um, yes, remember we are also on Twitter at VOPUSA Radio and at Dan Smeriglio, which you know, good luck spelling the name. Just stick with that VOPUSA Radio. Um, <laughs> the website, obviously, and again, we we can be found in all podcast formats at this point. I don't think there's any left that we're not on, honestly. So it's pretty cool. With that. Let's go back into it, Carrie. Yes, sir. <laughs> she's so she's nice on the air, you know. <laughs> oh, only nice on the air? All right.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. All right.
1: I will replay your out. first message from last night continuously <laughs> where, where you told me to shut up and do um, other things before you even <laughs> – said what you were going to say so that's okay well I was
0: trying to like hold you back because I already knew how you were going to act because you know you got to be all like manly like you know stupid,
1: no so I was
0: just going like, to stop you <laughs> No,
1: are, are you female mansplaining to me how dare you I am <laughs> how dare you I'm a feminist don't no. you know
0: <laughs> you are not so there you go <laughs> uh,
1: well role one reversal of the, one of the
0: people <laughs> yeah role reversal there you go <laughs>
1: Go ahead. One of the, Go ahead.
0: The, one of the people I work with um, has, has come out and told me she's uh, she, she's um, she's like the poster child for uh, uh, social justice warrior, female, like, you know, um, whole nine yards. And there's nothing wrong with any of that. I'm just not like yeah, that. She's like, you are the least feminist female I know. And I'm like, oh, okay, good. I <laughs> said, like, you, you don't feel this way? You don't think you've ever been discriminated against? And you haven't been? I'm like, listen.
1: Before it was cool.
0: You know, (laughs) yeah, right? I mean, I I just, I don't know. Like, I just, uh, I I mean, I, I was, I don't think anything that I've gone through has ever been targeted against me because I was a woman necessarily. So
1: I don't know. I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed in you. Don't you know that, you know, you are supposed to, as a woman, feel empowered by being told that you're a victim. So you are supposed to, be a empowered victim and, you know, live that lifestyle. So shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. Well,
0: shame, it, well it, shame. it might be because, you know, as, as a teenager, I, I was uh, pretty overweight. And so, like, I never had the opportunity to have the Me Too thing. So <laughs> that could be part of it. No. <laughs> no one ever, you know, no one ever did anything like that. So i never had the Me Too. <laughs>
1: don't, I mean, don't. Not, to make,
0: not to belittle that, not to make fun of that. I'm just saying no, that was never an issue for me.
1: Don't worry, I will make fun of that because hey, you and all the real victims out there don't have a chance to use the Me Too thing either. That's reserved for fake yeah. people and political pawns only. So Ugh. hey, it's all good, right? It's all good. Eh, it's a sick thing, you know. I had I had a conversation the other day mm-hmm. that um, I, I just I just want to say this to you because you will know better than anybody, and that goes for some people out there that are old enough to remember, but. You know, in high school, wait a minute.
0: Are you calling me old now? I'm Dan, calling myself. You're old. Crossing a line.
1: Hey, all I right. told you I got I'm my my, my AMA ARP thing already. So at 37, <laughs> yes. it's all over for me. But um, no, 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 no. <laughs> Remember? Yes. You know this. Oh. Yeah, I know, Uh-oh.
0: but I kept thinking you were like, but... but still, it's you, okay, you're still you, older than my husband. You wanted, <laughs> you wanted me to be like 22.
1: I know, I know. I remember no, you I graduated wanted
0: you to be 40. <laughs> I wanted you to be 40, like some of my other previous students.
1: <laughs> well, then okay. I don't feel Sorry, so bad. Go anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. oh, that's right. My turn. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> <You> we're talking.
0: <laughs> what well, I mean, your I... turn. It's always your turn. Come on. <laughs>
1: hey now. Oh, there you go okay. again. Oh, Are you having a me too yeah. moment? Maybe. <laughs> sorry it's okay good if you need a safe space i will play i will play energetic mood music that pod bean offers i like the
0: mood music you had at the beginning that was good okay <laughs> i will
1: play that again for a fake station break shortly um anyway
0: you were having a conversation yes Uh-oh.
1: i was having a conversation <laughs> <laughs> and remember in high school that some of us decided to wear Jenko jeans you know the baggy jeans right <laughs> Yeah. and i remember distinctly so many people saying now i always wore a belt you know because call it me being fat whatever or just having some decency when it comes to learning how to dress um i had my pants pulled up and not around my ass but regardless people would always say oh those baggy pants those and i didn't wear the whole parachute looking ones. some people did that was that was like bell bottoms on crack but um i yeah. just wore baggy jeans all the way up yes yeah. <laughs> you could you could house a village, yeah. you know, in one leg. <laughs> yep. But nevertheless, I, I remember distinctly all those people like, oh yeah, it's disgusting. And uh I think of those people now, and I think you miss the day that men wore baggy jeans. When I see <laughs> when I see these commercials, one distinctly of this this little cuck soy boy loser it's some stupid commercial but he's wearing not only skinny jeans but skinny capri jeans and he has peacock feathers um dancing for the woman i'm thinking you know what i get it it's supposed to be funny but what a perfect perfect example of what society has become i mean do you know how hard it is for me to buy boot cut jeans It's like that, it's always got slim or straight or or skinnies or this or that. What about jeans that men would wear if they had balls? Um,
0: you know, I just think you have to go to the farm store for those, honestly. I really do. I think you have to go to like where, like, or or like the motorcycle, like to the outdoor like shops to get like that kind. I think that's where you have to get them. Yeah, I really do.
1: I, I honestly do think so. And by the way, if anybody hears squeaking, it's because my doggy is playing with his sheep and he's adorable, so he gets a pass.
0: So <laughs> I love how you go from these cucks wearing these <laughs> tendons to like, oh, my dog is so cute with his squeaky toy, hey, hey, sheep.
1: Hey, a real man is allowed to love his mama, love his girlfriend, and love his dog or his wife, whichever. I so there you all go. Right. Well, what
0: about both? Well, all right, but so I have to, I have to admit something to you, Dan. I do have to you- tell you something
1: please don't tell me the maestro wears skinny capris
0: no god no no no. okay no,
1: no. Th- I, but, I i would yes go ahead
0: so you know he's not a particularly tall guy and so it's hard to find pants jeans whatever um for mm-hmm. his size because he's horizontally challenged shall we say not horizontally challenged <laughs> sorry vertically challenged <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong way sorry not a math person. Now, so he's vertically challenged a bit. And I am not. I'm uh, an Amazon. Anyhow. Um, so so, um, uh, it, so when you find a pair of jeans, pants, whatever, for uh, his his length, um, it's uh, – they're always – so, like, you always get – like, even if they're, like, this straight leg, they're, like, baggy. So yeah. – um, uh, actually I get him skinny fit jeans and you've seen the jeans he wears. Does it look, they like look normal fit on him? No,
1: no. Yes. They look normal.
0: So, all right. So, so I have to, I, so that's usually the, the ones that I get him because he, it's just hard because he does have these tiny little legs I mean, he's got a little bit of a beer belly because he makes his own beer and you know, he likes beer. Um, but like to find the jeans to fit his legs, it's, it's bizarre. And, uh, to be very honest, in general, um, I don't like skinny jeans on guys, but I do like to see the guy's legs. I don't like to like lose them in like all that material. Like I like to see a guy's ass in his jeans, you know, not like super super skinny tight. I don't not like that. But I mean, I I can appreciate a nice pair of legs on a guy, you know. It's you know that's just it's just me, you know. I mean, just
1: I like- can't speak to that, <laughs> nor will I ever try to. So all I'm gonna say. Well, what
0: about women? Do you want women in giant baggy like pants, or do you Well, like that's just kind of like the. Of their legs?
1: that's kind of the thing they do now, right? Like they, they've taken the men's jeans and transferred them to women and they've taken well, the women's I mean, jeans. Are you, and...
0: talking, are you talking quarantine styles now? Because no. I mean, that's a whole different thing. Okay. No, <laughs> I
1: don't even know. I don't even want to touch that subject. My God. But oh, you God. know, it, it's, <laughs> it, it's just one of those things where I laugh about it, but especially when I see the idiots wearing their skinny jeans and they pull it down around their thighs and they, They like they have their ass hanging out. Like, first off, you know, a lot of a lot of people in prison would love that style because that means open for business. Hate to break it to you, I don't care what rapper wears it like that. That's what that means. So, uh, so, you know,
0: well, you (sighs) know, here's the thing. So, you know, I so you know I teach in in the South Bronx, and Mm. so and it's funny because I can see it's interesting. So styles. So the style you are talking about, like the, like the 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 sagging the pants thing, <clears throat> that was big. In I'm sorry, I have allergies, not the coronavirus, and my allergies. Oh are, like, Jesus in Christ! Full swing right now. Somebody please like, yeah. call the governor. Uh, yeah right. <laughs> Tell Governor Wolf to come find me and uh, quarantine me. I am quarantined anyhow. Hmm. Um, so um, so it's funny because the the styles that that happen in New York City like like when they when they finally it's it's it takes a long time for them to come like and and get out into the country.
1: Yes. And
0: so and you, and it's so you might see the sagging style it's gone in the city. Yeah,
1: right? it evolved already. But yeah.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, it's it's I'll been give gone for a while like and and, yes. and, I'll, and the only reason I noticed that it's been gone is funny because like after a while I just tuned out of it. Like I just kind of like gave up. But the other, it was like before this happened. So it was probably like, I don't know, it was like maybe January. So, and I was coming up out of the subway station. And so you're coming up the steps. So you, obviously the person in front of you's ass is in your face. And so I happened to look up and I all I saw was like this guy's literally his ass in his underwear. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm looking, I'm like, and then I realized at that point, I was like, wow, I haven't seen somebody wearing sagging pants. You know, I, I'm in Harlem, so I'm going to see it. Mm-hmm. And I teach in the South Bronx, so I, I'm gonna see it. And I'm like, wow, I just realized I haven't seen it in so long that this actually became obnoxious to me again. So yes. yeah, it's been yeah, it's actually been gone Pe- for a while. Yeah.
1: People like to always um say that, you know, oh, it must be the, the trend in New York City or the trend. No, the big yeah. cities come and go <laughs> oh. way before anybody else. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah. where I used to live, and sorry to those who are listening who are from where I used to live in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, like I always say the millennium is coming there soon. Um, you know, <laughs> I, you know, like yeah. There's a, <laughs> a there's a lot times,
0: of times, yeah. Wilkes Barre uh, in that whole area, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Good places. Um, yeah, yeah. But no, it, it's 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 indicative upon just the culture and the societal changes I've seen, and and I pay attention to this, and this isn't even really political. It's just more obvious. And let's face it. I mean, we've been taught over the last yeah. 10 to 20 years, maybe 15, 10 to 15 years. We'll say that Um, that married couples are bad. Um, Having a family is bad. Um, Birth control is not cool. Plan B is okay. Abortions are okay. Um, We've been told that, you know, and this is this is just kind of the, the trend you see. That it just seems to be like this hammered, hammered narrative, hammered narrative. And uh, <laughs> I, I owe Charming a phone call still. It's been a busy, busy week at work, brother. So don't oh. worry. Um, <laughs> but, broke you know, sink. it happens. But so
0: either he broke a sink or he either he said he's doing using terrible grammar and forgot his comma, like mom broke a sink or he's saying I broke a sink. Is that new like <sighs> slang that I'm not aware of? Because. Oh, man. Go ahead. I'm sorry, oh, Dan. man.
1: You know, every, uh, every so time work I with
0: this young man,
1: <laughs> every time I type a text message to you, it's like I and I always know there's going to be. Is that why you do gonna, the
0: voice ones instead?
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> It's easier that way because I think like, oh, damn, there's going to be grammatical errors. And I'm going to say, don't forgive me. It was my education. And I'm like, ah, shit, that don't work. <laughs> shit, you can't an- say that now <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Two and a four years, you know, it's like, damn it, that won't fly. So, but, but, you know, it, it's just – it's these things you see, and I swear, if you pay attention to commercials, it's the sickest. I don't like TV. And you know, I understand the propaganda and yeah. the narrative and all that crap, but it is so disgusting to see like it, maybe people and some do, they say it's a liberal agenda, it's the conservative agenda. It's I just say it's the it's the obvious agenda where this is how we've basically been been trained to think over the last decade or so is the fact that you know married couples are bad um you know you should have as many children as you can even if you're a single mother and God bless the single mothers out there or the you know the mothers that raise children in bad marriages and end up doing it all their own, you know like my mom you know and but it's just it's just this it's this perverseness, this switch if you will of I remember when i was when I was raised, I was taught you know you you treat women with respect. Um, you know, you you don't abuse a woman, you don't you don't cheat on a woman or whatever the case may be. And now it's just like this these accepted like subculture things where it's like, no, treat women like shit and they could treat you like shit. That's okay. That's a loving relationship, you know, or be a man whore, or be a whore, or be this, or be that. And yeah. you know, and and for the record, for those out there, I don't care who I offend, by the way. I never do and I never will. Um, I'm just speaking honestly. But uh it's It's kind of just a sickness I see. And then you see these commercials. I mean, of course, it's very I won't say the name of the show, but I've been watching a show on DVR. Right. That is from last summer. Mm -hmm. If anybody out there has any old recordings on a DVR, whoever does watch TV still, I implore you. Implore. I think that works. Anyway, go back and watch shows from even last summer. And look at the commercials then versus the commercials now. It is, I'm sorry, it is hilarious. Yeah, you see all these people together, and yeah, they're still putting their, li- their little political agenda things out there, but you see people at games and at restaurants and this and that. And now, and now when you when you see a commercial, get ready for it, Carrie. Get ready for it. When you see a commercial now, what do you what do you get? What do you get? You get uh-uh-uh-uh-uh uh uh. uh, uh, uh People were spotted together today. They're in violation of social distancing. Condemn them. Shame them. Hate them. Abuse them. Send them to the gulags. It's hilarious. I mean, my God, even car commercials. It's like, you know, we know we're in a tough time. and We'll get through it. But now you could shop online. You want to buy a house? Go online for a virtual tour you know don't be around All your right. neighbor don't don't talk to your neighbor <laughs> it's just the same dramatic wow. voices it's just so yeah. funny and i mean that's the
0: thing i'm so you glad got... i don't watch like regular tv oh my i God. hate <laughs> it i hate
1: it but it's it's hilarious to see just the just the agenda put out there and even like the friggin what is it the uh ice savers ice breakers whatever now it's thank you for wearing a mask but before you put a mask on put a mint in your pre-mask mint Like just accepted subculture now i swear to god it is hilarious it is hilarious to see the just the constant in your face indoctrination just beating you down beating you down beating you down it's just sick it's sick, and wow. that's the thing. It's like, and that's and that's where I'm at. I I think, I think like you know. Yes, obviously, I didn't yell last week. For the record, I did not yell on the show did on not. Thursday.
0: No, you were a good boy. Yeah,
1: I was passionate, but I didn't yell. So I I and I want to yell, but I probably won't do it again tomorrow. But I, it's just one of those things where, for those who are out there who are confused and don't know what to believe and what to, what they see and this and that and everything else. When you really pull back a little bit and you just look at everything, you can't help but not to laugh. It's just, and it's, and maybe that, that is a surefire trip to hell, but it's just, it's, it's so sick. It's just so sick to see what's happened, you know? And I'm looking at the chat room and, hey, I'm guilty of Amazon Prime and Netflix too, but they're also evil. I mean, it's just, it's just sickening to see just how, how everything is contorted and twisted and it's so controlled and scripted. And it's just, ugh. I mean, they, well, they, go ahead.
0: No, 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 go ahead. Dan.
1: No, I, am just going to say, it's just, it's, it's like, it's so obvious that they have gone to such great extents. That's why I say all these commercials, I, I'm sorry to break the hearts of sadly, a lot of conservative diehards that we have to stay locked up forever or the liberal scared whatever the hell they are um these commercials for the social distancing and for the the dramatic themes and the sad tones and everything believe me they were not done via zoom or twitch or no freaking meets they were done in advance it's just it was so orchestrated and rolled out and these campaigns are just so contrived and it's just it, like, am I alone with saying? Like, again, it's not even political. It's just it—it it offends your intelligence, you know. It's like they want us to think that. Well, this is, you know, we just accommodated the times, and we made all these commercials, and we did all this, and we did. Do- it's so, it's so deliberate, you know.
0: Well, here's the <sighs> point too, though. I mean, even if even being deliberate or whatever, I mean, this is not going to be forever and i think some people have lost sight of that like they all talk about like actually do normal economic, yeah the economic repercussions are going to be a long time yes absolutely i mean that's there there are businesses that are never going to recover from this um, but uh, and there are going people people of course are you know are having um, you know economic situations as well but i mean as far as like social distancing and all that that is not going to be forever i mean a, a year two years you know until they come up with their vaccine or whatever the hell the you know or the herd immunity or whatever the hell the case is so i mean like the the the, the way that people are acting like some people are reacting and acting like we're never going to be back to normal again well you know there's going to be a new normal or whatever this never <laughs> I mean, it's not we're not going to be walking around with masks on for the rest of our lives you know we're expected to do that and and then did you see, speaking of this, like, new normal and this craziness, so the, the restaurants <laughs> that are allowed to open now, that are allowed to be outside dining, and I think it was, um, it might have been even um, Belmar, I think, in New Jersey, uh, some of the shore places, they have, did you see these Social distancing. Uh, they're they're like they're wearing like there's a person in the middle of like a it looks like a giant tire. Yes. With, like rolly wheels that they're like they look like fucking bumper cars. So like, they can like yes. actually like be at the like the bar. I'm like so once you get a couple drinks in yourself, I can see people using them as bumper cars. They're gonna start like rolling all over the place. They're gonna like bump into each other. What happens if you have to go to the bathroom? How the hell do you how are you gonna get out of that thing to get to the bathroom? That's another thing. Social distancing in the bathroom. How is that gonna work? You have to walk <laughs> past the person to get in. Like this is this is a whole hot fucking mess. Like I don't, I don't see how this is gonna work. I don't see like I just <laughs> is, is nobody thinking about any of this? Cause I am. I just, you know, like I'm just thinking like the the, the normal i'm not even talking about like getting into like the actual like school stuff and all that like what is going to happen with the freaking like like memorial day weekend here we go we're almost there
1: they all raise the gas prices coming. don't worry
0: oh yeah oh they are they're already going mm-hmm. up so oh yeah how it goes now and then and then the next big one is the fourth of july and they already have people i just saw um pictures there was an article i don't remember what Magazine it was because um, so, I'm seeing it online. Um, but somebody they, they had pictures from last weekend of um, people in New York City um, like completely ignoring all of the uh,
1: oh like, no the, the
0: stuff from De Blasio about like you know social yeah good one <laughs> social shame them and stuff. they were like yep so they have like you know so in the city you get a lot of these restaurants that um, have like uh, these like basically they're they're sort of like folding doors that are actually the front of their their restaurant and so you can open them all up so that the whole restaurant is wide open to the street and so they had a picture of this one they had those wide open and it goes right to the bar. And so they were, you know, they're allowed to serve food and alcohol, but you're not allowed to like eat in. Right. Well then they showed like, there must've been like 12 people all like, you know, kind of sitting on the curb or on like benches all like with, you know, either food or drink or just, you know, sitting around and, one of them had a mask on and then i literally saw like two or three people sitting at the bar and i'm like so this is in new york city and so these and this was not like you know like this was like they actually said this was like the upper east side it's like in soho so this is like and it was like the 20 and 30 something crowd and they were like yeah you know, they're 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 tired of being cooped up and i understand that and so now they're Even. going out and they're starting to do stuff so this is the first nice weekend in a long time and now we're gonna have a whole bunch of those coming up so, you know, this is going to be a shit show mess. Like, how are they going to enforce this? Because they are definitely enforcing it in the uh, quote unquote rougher neighborhoods. They're definitely, they've had situations where they, they've had, you know, the police uh, reacting far differently in neighborhoods like Harlem and the South Bronx than they yes. are reacting in the Upper East Side and all that. And I'm just like, wow. So, they have pictures of all this happening. And so, there's no police there telling them to stop that. But, so, so this is just like, there's so much <laughs> insanity, like, and then they're talking about de Blasio is like, so the, the state like so so Long Island beaches are open, Jersey beaches are open, uh, Connecticut beaches are open but New York city beaches are still closed this weekend. They're not, they're not open. And, and so de Blasio said, he's going to have beach patrol and they're not going to let anyone out there. And I'm like, yeah, good luck with that. And his point, which I get is that most of the people traveling to the beaches in New York city are taking the subway or the bus. So of course, and you're going to have them mobbed people trying to get to those destinations. And so I understand that, but like, then he was like, he, he got angry at the – I don't know who the ruling person is on Long Island. Um, so some <laughs> female he mentioned uh, she because she was like, we don't want city people at the beaches on Long Island. And we were going to like – we're going to make sure that the people coming to the Long Island beaches – are people who live on Long Island? They're going to check ID, and then if you're from New York City, you're not going to be allowed there. And and so, so he was like, "That's bullshit." You should I was like wait a minute. You're closing New York City beaches, but you think it's bullshit that like the Long Island people don't want your the city people there. But like, wait, you can't have a both. Like, wow. It was just like there's just so much bullshit happening right now. Like, I just can't yeah. like. Wow, <laughs>
1: you all, you all better be worried because when those, when those men and women from Rochester and Albany and Buffalo get pissed off, it's on. The war is coming in okay. New York, upstate versus the five boroughs. While the five boroughs are collapsing into civil war, the upstate will move in and reclaim what was once known as America. I, <laughs> I, and, and listen. I'm mocking this because you have to. Yeah, you have yeah, to, otherwise
0: you just lose your mind.
1: It's it's so deliberate, you know. It, it's just it's just it's the sickness, and everybody is just, you know, happily going along with it. You know what I mean? It's just just happily abiding by it, or whatever. And I I just I I cannot take it. I cannot take it. But
0: you know what? I have to tell you, there are people in New York City who are like like so. I just I as I was telling you, there's just I got a notification. It's funny. Uh, From Channel 7 out of New York City. And there's a story here that says uh, coalition of small businesses in New York City fighting to reopen shops. And here's a quote from somebody on the Upper East Side uh, says uh, the Peter Elliott store on Lexington Avenue. so The store is ready to sell some shirts no matter what the governor says. And he says, we are not a country of sheep, but we have been treated like sheep, he said. Amen. So they're opening up. There's a whole bunch of them saying that they're opening up. They don't give a shit. 280 small businesses want to reopen by May 26th.
1: Good for them. And they treated
0: differently than national chains like Target and Walmart. It's true. So again, we've said this so many times, Dan. How is it that Target and Walmart and Home Depot <laughs> and all these big box stores are considered essential Yes. But yet these other stores are not. And so you're telling me clothing is not essential? So and I, nope. and at first I was like, well yeah, no. I mean, you can you know, you, clothing you can, you know, make do or whatever. But a friend of mine who lives in Tuncanic, she's got, you know, t- you know, two younger daughters and she's like, "Do they outgrow clothes like crazy?" And she goes, "So literally, she goes, Their summer clothes, their warmer weather clothes because you know, this happened of course in the beginning of March, middle of March. She goes, you know, they don't have clothes that fit them right now as far as like t-shirts or whatever. So she goes, So I you know, what when I went to Walmart, and this was this is probably in April, she goes, When I went to Walmart to get some groceries, she goes, I I went over into the clothing section and bought some cheap clothes for them because I you know, we needed something. And so it's true. It's like, so clothing is not essential, apparently. <laughs> Interesting. Makes
1: perfect makes perfect sense to me. I mean, you know, I I, I say good good for them, you know. I I I personally, I'm, this is, this should be my theme for the week. I'm going to try to pretend to be one of, I can't, I couldn't even do it. I, it's hard enough to even joke about it, but you know, my head is rather large, but I don't think it would fit up my own ass. But, um, I was going to (laughs) say, I, I was going to pretend to be one of those people that, that blindly buys everything they tell me is gospel and takes it for, Mm -hmm. you know, takes it for fact. And try oh to my be God, one you'd of be those. you would be
0: hiding under your bed and never leave the room. You, you, you'd you be know, terrified.
1: It, it's so funny. I think back to the Dennis Leary skit from 1993, where he, <laughs> where um, he did the skit where he talked about smoking. And what the future will be like with smoking with the cops outside your your uh, 17th floor apartment in new york city with the lights and the helicopter we know you're in there under the bed smoking the cigarette come out with your hands up you know like, and and that's how it feels now i mean it's just it's just it's i can't find for once in my life i cannot find the words to describe how pathetic it is and how pathetic so many have allowed themselves to become, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm and wrong like because ratting
0: on each other too. Yes, my God, like yes! what's wrong. Like really, is is it hurting you that your neighbor is like doing that? Like, listen, even if you believe that you know you, you're gonna, you know, they, they could get deathly ill and die. That's them, not you. So if, let them take their life in their own hands. Let them do whatever. Who cares? It's
1: not. It's not very liberal of you to report people <sighs> and turn people in. That's the exact opposite yeah, right? of what they yeah. preached for years.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So I
1: but we love the hypocrisy. We love revisionist history so it's all good. It's all good. You know, I remember a time. Now, I I still I no offense to those cuz I I am friends with people who are democrats. And um I <laughs> I, I but again, educated people <laughs> I, at least I could have normal conversations with people, right? And it's not like, you know, oh, you're a heathen, you're a prick, you're a bastard for for liking what you like and blah, 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 right? But mm-hmm. I remember a time where, I mean, again, I was 12 years old and, you know, in the Blooming Grove Republican Committee ha- ha- waving signs for Republican candidates and craps. This has been my life forever. And now, don't get me wrong. I hate the Republicans, but I'm proud that I am at least registered as one. I guess. Um, (laughs) And I hate them too. But nevertheless, I remember a time when the Democrats used to like vehemently protest war they protest censorship. They protested uh, limitations on free speech. That's different from censorship, people. They they protested government oversight, the Patriot Act, the spying. Um, it, they, they protested all this stuff. And now here they are, the biggest proponents of the apps yep. to track you if you're violating social distancing. Yep. We should uh, – uh, again, this isn't a love or hate thing, but I'm just going to use it as an example. Trump wants to pull out of the Middle East. How dare he? We need to go to war in Syria now. We need to go to war here. They're pro-war, pro-censorship, pro-overreach, pro – and I just like – it just – what happened? And I think I think that's where I kind of come down the middle and I say, you know, the Democrat Party for me has always been evil. I've always considered them evil because – simply because despite what people will call me online – any party that advocates for the KKK, funds the KKK, supports the KKK, and denied people their civil liberties, I think you will never recover from that. You're evil, and the oh, Republican damn. Party the
0: Democrats never did that.
1: I know how dare was those evil Republicans like that 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 slave driver Abraham Lincoln. He didn't go to war to free the slaves. He went to the war to keep him in chains. You know, like I, I it's just, you know. We don't talk the history of the parties, but also shame on the Republicans for never owning their party's history. If they had any balls and common sense, they would. And I'm sorry to say this. I only see one Republican with balls out there, and that's the President. Love or hate what he says, at least he's blunt. The other one's just cower, and they they get scared when they're called things. and it's just it's so weak. But regardless, it's just I see this switch and you know, the real switch, if you will, and it's just more the same. And I, I I truly feel like, one, I get very offended when I hear people say, we live in a democracy. No, we don't. We live in a constitutional republic. It's been that way since our inception. We are not a democracy. And I wish people would, would again, do a little research and learn and educate themselves before they speak. But I know that's like, that's mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. That's radical now. But both parties need to truly just die you know i yeah. i look at yeah. it and again i i'm using it as an example because it's current but so many republicans or the establishment class aka the warmongers and the ones that are right in line with the left and they all profit off of it you know they they hate the president because he doesn't represent the values of their republican party which is just disgusting and he doesn't represent the values of the democrat party which is just disgusting and I, I like anybody who poses a threat to any establishment because I think the establishments need to crumble and there needs to be a new rise and new power given to the people. And I, I really think that though I love this country for the many faults we may have, I would love to see an actual prominent third party. And I know Mike and others would say, oh, well, it was a libertarian. They're shit. All right. There, there's the third parties are used as as foils for the big two. It's always been the case, yep. you know, oh, yes. and, and anybody who says otherwise or tries to convince me otherwise, listen, I'm never going to buy it. <laughs> I'm never going to, you know, I'm never going to agree with you. It's just accept the fact that you've lost that. It's gone. Ross Perot was your last viable third party candidate. All right. He was it. So. With that being said, I would love to see our country remain what it is, but be better and be greater than what it has been. Failed establishment parties with failed establishment agendas, when do we start electing? When do we start electing regular people like you, like me, like people in our chat room, people listening that – Know what it is to suffer, to struggle, to work shit jobs, uh, crap pay, whatever it is. When do these people start getting the same fair shot that others have? And that—that that is when we begin to see the paradigm shift in this country. And that yeah. is what is more feared than any. Losing control is one thing. And all our global entities are doing a really good job right now trying to, to control every aspect of our being. But- But, 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 they fear more when people come together. And that's why, and that's where I I backtrack to where we were were before. That's why they push this social distancing so much for two reasons. Social distancing does nothing to prevent the spread of an illness. In reality, you'd have to be about 20 to 30 feet away. And that was also said by Mm -hmm. um, Dr. Falsy as well. But, you know, don't listen to what I say. Um, regardless, regardless, they want social distancing for two reasons. One, I say it, people laugh at me and every week less people laugh at me and they start to question Mm -hmm. because they need at least six feet of separation for facial recognition for the drones. And secondly, if we keep people divided, we'll keep people divided. Bottom line. Because, because, because people, I,
0: because you're not talking to each other, you're not, you're not socializing with each other, you're not, you know, like discussing things like we are, and like you don't have, a, like you know, you, you're not with like-minded people, yep. and uh, you know, we know we're talking about this, like the 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 mental health of this nation was already. Uh, not the best. And now you have people who are cooped up in their homes because they're afraid and they're lonely. And I just reading something about like some ridiculous amount, like, I don't know if this is true. I didn't, I will freely admit that I did not go back and like check this, you know, research, but I did hear a story and then, um, you know, Philip said he has read the same one Or another story with the same numbers, anyhow. uh, Something like seventy percent, which seems an awful high number, but I mean, I can believe it. Of Americans have you know reported basically that they're like basically having like serious, well, maybe not serious, but like they're having issues right now, uh, depression issues at at the Mm -hmm. very least uh, with this whole situation. Of course, you know, people are going to have those issues. You know, being cooped up like this for two months, more than two months now at this point, and so that is really taking a a mental toll on Americans that and, and the loss of, 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 you know, income with the people who aren't working. And my mm-hmm. God, like there's a whole, whole host of issues right now. That's like making this country sick and not just physically, but, but mentally, which is, I think much worse.
1: And that, and you're exactly right, but don't worry. You don't have to worry about that because right now we have new commercials out and they say, hashtag it's okay to not be okay. So therefore, yes, yes, Uh, literal.
0: I don't watch regular television. This is
1: why. It's a great educational experience. I assure you, it is absolutely fantastic to do because you will learn so much indoctrinating bullshit. I, I promise you it is. It is beyond the pale. So these are things that are. Yeah, she saw it. And that's, that's literally a thing. It's okay to not be okay. I mean, it's it's this... I don't even know how, how to define it. It's just this perversion of reality. And again, they, they claim to be so concerned about the mental health, but they're not. They're not. No. Because they, they that, need... They,
0: this country has never been that way. They pretend, no. but they have never been.
1: And those who know me know very very well my views on a lot of that stuff i don't make it hidden but regardless i'm not going to go there today but i still see it as it's it's done by design because if we have people divided if we have people sad and miserable and at a loss then they're easier to control and that's exactly what they wanted to accomplish and in turn they have and it's, that's the true sickness. That's the true virus. If you will, that is the true enemy of just life right now. And yeah. I, I wonder why, why are we the ones talking about it? And why, like, you know, I remember going back to when this all began and I went to the, the stores and People think I exaggerated until they have their own moments. I had more people talking to me than ever before. People waiting in these long lines and, you know, six feet apart. And I heard people. Yeah, people blatantly saying, you know what? I voted Democrat my whole life and I'm voting Trump 2020 because this bullshit is sick. And I hear all these different people saying so many different things. And then it was like, OK, well, there's too much conversation happening now. So we now have to separate the masses and limit their ability to speak. So let's put the mask on. Let's keep them away. Let's kick them out. Let's arrest them. Let's a fine them or whatever it is. Right. So they. They it didn't work at first because people were conversing more. I was pumping gas and somebody coming over and just making comments and having random conversation. So that was bad. That was bad. It didn't go the way they needed it to go. So therefore we have to go to the next level, you know, DEFCON three, you know, we have to really try hard to separate, you know? So I'm sure right now, right now there, there's somebody out there thinking, man, man, if only we can get a good hurricane going, some far, you know, some wildfires, some shootings, amidst the whole social distancing, we'd be golden.
0: Well, you, you saw know? that there's this massive. You saw the flooding in Michigan, right? The, the dams broken now the 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 downtown of the I forget what town is going to be nine foot underwater. They've displaced twenty thousand people. They have to go to the shelters, and then the mayors or the governors like, please maintain social distancing. I'm like, twenty thousand people are going to shelters, and you're worried about social distancing? Jesus Christ. Hey, sorry
1: she's busy interviewing wow. for the VP slot right now but yes I saw that <sighs> the man-made dams too that's even better yeah
0: yeah so
1: it, it's just I, I just you see I can't I fail to find the words sometimes I don't like sitting here stuttering yeah. when I' I'm, when I'm on the air but it's just a sick it, it's sick it's sick it's sick it's sick it's sick and
0: it, it, horrifying pathetic terrifying sickening it's just it it you're absolutely 100 right like it, it defies description and it and and the and the more you educate yourself and the more you start thinking about this stuff the more horrified you become and the more like jaded as you said before and the more like what do you even how the and the only thing you can do is is speak out like you have been and you said if more uh common people you know more people stood up and like you know you know tried to run for office, you know, the better it would be. And, you know, and I've said this to you before, and I'm going to say it now, you know, live on on the air, if you will. Uh, Dan, I keep telling you that's something you should do. You, we need more people like you to do stuff like that, to run for like local offices and move up and stuff like that. And you said it yourself. I'm just going to say it, just going to put it out there.
1: Well Dan, thank 2020,
0: you. 2021, 2022, whatever. 2022.
1: <laughs> I, whatever. I
0: assure, <laughs> Twenty everything.
1: <laughs> I assure you that I, you know, I didn't say it for that purpose. You know what I mean? I know you didn't. And but I am. But I <laughs> I I appreciate it. And the day is I will say this publicly right now for the world to hear. Um no, Charming, you don't pre-write a speech. You speak from the heart, my friend. Um, I will I will teach you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate people who pre-write things. Um, not you, Charming. But um, you know, I, I will I will say it because I've I've heard that for a long time. And I never did this as a vanity project, and I never did this to try to build up um my own street cred, if you will i mean when i when i was doing the rallies in 2007 and stuff and i mean hell i got voted people were writing my name in the election for mayor of hazelton they wrote i got nominated in 2010 for congress when i wasn't even running um you know and it was an it was an honor but i could honestly say as i as i sit here and i am dedicated to what we're doing here and what we're building but i'm also going to say without question that i will I guarantee that the day is going to come that I am going to run for something and Go even if I even if I lose which I will not be running to lose it's going to be a form of protest to the established norms. Do you realize that when I was nominated in 2010 um we had we had the candidates running say if Dan spiriglio is at a debate we're not showing up And I thought to myself, (laughs) really? I didn't even say I was running, but I thought that's cool. I'll go to the parking lot, get a PA system. I'll watch your crap debate live. And when I want to answer a question, I'll flood your ass out from the outside. Right. But, you know, (laughs) because I'm an activist, but if for nothing else, it will be to challenge the narrative to challenge the accepted norm. And there needs to be that. And I hope others will do it. I never wanted to be the one that ever have to do it, but it's a passion of mine because I honestly feel whether you hate my viewpoints or not, one thing I'll always do. And I think there's a lot of other people out there like that is we'll fight for the regular people, the people who aren't yeah high society, the ones who are truly right. forgotten about, not the political narrative mm-hmm. forgotten class, not the, this, you know, the actual everyday people and yep. it's going to happen. It will happen. And I promise you, if nothing else, we will make history because all I need to do is get on that debate stage one time, <laughs> <laughs> one <laughs> time, but yeah, you know, awesome. and, and, and again, you know how many people wanted me to say something like that publicly for so many years, and I just kind of blurted it out there unintentionally? But uh, but um, and it's,
0: it's, and it's being recorded, and it will be up online at Voice of the People USA. What, what to do with the whole spiel?
1: <laughs> oh, God. At radio.com On Fascist mm-hmm. Book, at Voice of the People USA Radio fan page, uh, and on uh, Spreaker.com slash vopusa radio uh, on Podbean, whatever this is, the link. uh, (laughs) It's all over. It's all over. But again, the reason why I say it is because I see how hard they're working. Elected people are working overtime along with their special interests, with their donors, with their unions, with their this, with their that, to just suppress the needs, the will, the want, and the freedom of everyday people, a.k.a. their constituents. And mm-hmm. when does somebody speak up for them? Not say, And I don't care That's if right. Republicans doing it or Democrats doing it. When do we have somebody say, you are a piece of shit, and should go straight to hell. And yep. this is what these people have to say. Even with what you were talking about, I know where you were, what you're referring to, the overwhelming enforcement in the South Bronx and Harlem because, oh, they're lower class people. They don't matter, right? Yep. I said right. it with businesses and I'll say it with people. I don't care what race you are, what religion, where you live, your zip code, your religion, your skin color, your sexual preference, whatever it may be, does not define you. Your character defines you. And when we have somebody who actually preaches that and means it sincerely instead of running to whatever pollsters say is going to get them on TV or on that news cycle for the night, that's when we bring about change. And you've asked me before, and others have asked me before, how do we fight back against what's happening? What can we do? And I've said, I don't have the answers. None of us have the answers. As I've spent time thinking about that. And I've have had that replaying in my brain over and over and over again. That's how you do it. And it's not a quick fix. And it's not an easy fight. But that is how you do it. You have to break the establishment. You have to yep. break the narrative. And you have to fight for all people. Not just the 90 million registered voters. Not just this social class. Not for this party. You need to fight for the regular damn people. Mm-hmm. And that's... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm on my soapbox here. Please talk. I, I I didn't mean to talk this much, but I'm just... No,
0: no, no. I agree with you, Dan. I mean, you're absolutely 100% right. And 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 as you're saying this, and I am might be saying something that's going to be an unpopular uh, comment right now, <clears throat> but... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I am not a fan of AOC at all. And yeah. she supposedly ran on all of that, right? She was supposed to be speaking mm-hmm. for uh, her people. And, and in the fact, her people – She is not even. She she has a a freaking condo in I forget where. They weren't even sure if she was actually part of the of of the actual district that she represents and all that shit. And then she very quickly forgot about her people. She didn't even. She doesn't even go back to her office to represent her constituents and everything else. And so, um, you know, and she was all about you know you know trying to like represent her you know underrepresented uh uh, population. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, bitch, I represent your population more than you do. I we, just it just I just I get so angry that that you know people like think she's so wonderful. I'm like, no, she 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 tries to hang on the coattails of Bernie Sanders, who I, I'm not a fan of either. But mm-hmm. I mean I'm just like so when you're saying all this stuff, that she's the one I'm thinking of, and I'm just like, you're saying things and you're saying that y- you need to look for everybody. And it's like too too many of these these Upstart politicians, whether they're young or old, it doesn't matter. Just say upstart, meaning just because they're being idiots and think they know everything, um, they they pick their particular like demographic that they think that they're trying to represent, and that's the problem. They can't, you can't represent a particular demographic. You have to represent everybody. You have to speak yep. for everybody who doesn't have a voice. And stop, for God's sake, taking all the handouts. That's something that definitely has to stop. Like all all the special interest groups that will pay you to especially you know represent yes. them. No. No,
1: it's it's a cancer. And one of the things that uh, you two spoke about when talking about universal health care, and I know Kevin brought it up. And the reason why I'm so morally opposed to universal health care is because not only does big pharma control hospitals, control insurance companies, control everything. And they they dictate to the only thing they owe, own more than hospitals, insurance providers, et cetera, are politicians. And when the Mm -hmm. government can't get Social Security right, they can't get welfare right, they can't get the VA right, I don't want one of these politicians, an AOC or a Lindsey Graham, either side of the aisle, deciding it's okay or not okay for me to have this surgery like they've been doing across the country now with elective surgeries, putting Mm -hmm. people on hold. I will never, ever, ever, ever agree. And there, there may be a middle ground there. But I will never, ever, ever agree that anyone in the government should have control over who is allowed to have what medical treatment, who is allowed to explore Mm. what medical options, and who is allowed to – I can't because if we bow to – Obamacare was an absolute unparalleled disaster. I was one of those people fined every year more and more money for the privilege of not having health care and i got nailed every single year first it was a $300 fine then it was a $500 fine then it was a $1200 fine then it was a $2300 fine i i couldn't afford healthcare cuz they raised the rates so high even through employers that i had to pay my penalty for not being able to afford affordable healthcare and it was an absolute disaster so there has so there's a lot of things wrong with it and i'm not saying I'm not saying that it shouldn't be in the best interest of a government to provide for its people, but people need to stop making that empty promise because it, that's exactly what it is. It's done for a vote. It's done for a commercial. It's done for a charitable donation, which goes to in their pockets, of course, one of their many Mm -hmm. packs. But, um, that is why I'm morally opposed to it. And the, you know, there's so much wrong with it. And that's just one example because they, Mm -hmm. again, they say what they need to say when it's politically expedient for them. And that is one of the greatest sins one could ever commit. When you sell out your soul and sell out your integrity and you whore yourself out for whoever is going to donate the most money to your campaign, AKA your house, your family, your, you know, Mm -hmm. your speaking fees, whatever it may be it's it's a perversion of of integrity and oh hang on don't mind me i have to answer a text the boss man text i must answer even if i'm live on the air but um you know i just i i don't like seeing puppets and everybody is owned and played by somebody and those who aren't are right. demonized and vilified for being the greatest cancer in the world because they're not controlled by somebody. So they either, they own you, they put their claws in you, and they control everything you do, or they demonize you for being an outcast. Again, I speak to it, and I spoke to it on Thursday, and I'll say it again. You know, when we had our rally in 2010 in Harrisburg, there were a lot, no, actually it was 2008, excuse me. We had a lot of people there of a lot of different beliefs. And a lot of beliefs, you know, when when people would accuse me of being a skinhead or a Nazi, I would again, I would get offended because I would say I'm not a Democrat, Um, you know, (laughs) which I didn't like. But I would go after those people. I would get more death threats from the skinhead crowd, this whatever, than anybody else. Right. They all want to be dead. But that's okay. When we had that rally in Harrisburg specifically. We had people there of every belief structure represented. They weren't broadcasting their beliefs, but they were. I literally saw two people that I know were skinheads, wearing shirts and ties and no hate propaganda, still sick of me that they were present, but I literally saw them hanging out and talking to two Black Panthers. And then over there, I see this church group hanging out with this atheist group. And I see these liberals over here hanging out with conservatives. And I saw all these different groupings of people just come together because they found unity on the issue that we were rallying against. And I thought to myself, this, and I said it to Andy at the time, who was the, the VP of Voice of the People. I said, this is what they're going to attack the most. He goes, what are you talking about? And I said, watch, watch what happens. Unity. I Yes, <laughs> that. Carrie, the next day, the AP, the New York Times, the um, Washington Post, all of them unanimously attacked me. The Southern Poverty Law Center said I ran a hate group. They all, they attacked like crazy the very next day on a Sunday. Not even a good news cycle, but they couldn't wait to attack because they fear those who could bring people together to rise above the propaganda. And I'm not saying this is a campaign pitch for me. I'm saying this to everybody else out there that we need more people that are willing to take that step and never lose sight of their integrity. And their actual goal and ambition and their reasoning behind it and to fight because the more that we fight and the louder we get and the more that we gather and the more that we challenge, eventually we're going to crack that that block before it's too late. I truly believe that. Not, I'm not an optimist. I'm not a pessimist. I'm a realist. I don't sell houses. And <laughs> it's going to happen. And they fear that. And that's why they work overtime to break that. And all right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I, I I really didn't mean to waste so much time talking about that, but it's just, it, it's just, it's just one of those things that I keep seeing and I keep thinking bigger picture, bigger picture, and I'm looking at it all from you know that thirty five thousand foot view, if you will, and it just, right. That's the answer. That's the answer. Okay, go ahead, talk, please. I'm <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I mean, I, I, I agree. It's, it's divide and conquer. That's how it's always been. And uh, whenever the, the people unite, then those that lead the people are always in trouble. I mean, that's yes. just history. <laughs> and uh, the sad thing is, is that we've, uh, and I mean, the expression has been used before in the dumbing down of America. I mean, it's, it's true. It's, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of people like to, and this is just, you know, my perspective, you know, a lot of people like to blame, <laughs> You know, education, like to blame the teachers, that, you know, the teachers are are doing this to our kids. But, you know, the teachers, and I'm not saying there aren't bad teachers out there because, like in every profession, you know, there are, of course, there's bad of every kind. Yes. But I mean, educators' hands are often tied by what they're told they have to teach. And that is handed down to them by the school districts, which oftentimes is handed down by the state, which is also handed down by federal government too. Um, so it, there's a lot of different levels to that. So I mean, really, when you get down to the teachers and, and, and complaining and saying that it's the teacher's fault that the kids aren't learning what they're supposed to learn there's a whole bunch of other stuff coming down. We're way down at the bottom, trickling down to that last little. Yeah, we're that last, you know. We're we're the we're the soldiers in the trenches, you know, giving uh, giving that last information to the to the kids. I mean, so it's yes. hard to blame us when it comes to that. So if we're told that we have to teach a certain you know type of curriculum, um, you know, and and your job your livelihood depends upon it, um, it's it's hard to to change it around. So. I mean, I'm not saying it's right, and you know that I have, uh, I have, I've, I've stood up for what is right, and I've I've, um, lost a job for that. (laughs) Lost a job for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. So I mean, so I mean, it's it's not an easy Hmm. thing to do, and and so um, we're faced with a lot of uh, a, a lot of America, a lot of Americans who have not probably been educated completely the way maybe they should be you know i mean haven't been taught to think independently at least not from not completely and not uh just from the schools i mean i'm not saying that they didn't weren't taught that way from their parents or from their friends or you know something like that i mean obviously you know there are you know other people who can teach their own children how to think independently but i mean that's not the case with all you know kids not all kids come from you know Good, good family situations, you know, or 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 parents, or a parent, or grandparents, or somebody who gives a shit enough to you know to teach that to them. So it's tough. We have a lot of a, a lot of people in this country who who are not stupid. They just don't know how to think for themselves in that way. If that makes sense, you know. And it's a,
1: it's, it's a sad reality, you know. And I think there's a lot of again misdirection and hate and finger pointing undeservedly so to the ones that we think are responsible, but they don't actually look deeper into who's actually dictating and who's actually causing that issue and that divide, you know, and that's a scary reality. You know, I, I, I just, it makes you wonder almost, and I, this is probably something that's been overused if you will, but where are the Paul Revere's these days? You know, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. <laughs> and if that goes with any profession, any, any city, suburb, whatever it may be, where, where are the ones really speaking out and getting loud and just, you know, fighting it and they're out there, but it's they're hard. out there.
0: But it's hard because then those people are vilified though. So like, all right, so I'll give you an example. And I, and I don't know, I, I, I can't remember his name. And you might not like me giving this example and I don't, you know, because we don't know all the, all the parts. Right. So some mm-hmm. people might've thought that when I spoke up, right. Um, that I was an idiot and, you know, you know, I didn't know what I was talking about. Right. So they probably downplayed when, you know, my situation, but what about the guy who was the whistleblower just recently who was interviewed? I, Cause it wasn't, it wasn't a hearing. It was like, he, he, and I, I don't know that testify is the right word. He spoke in front of some kind of congressional committee questioning It wasn't a hearing really um, about the the response of the I don't know if it was the White House in general, if it was a, a team at the White House or something about basically like the, the, the response to the virus. And mm-hmm. so he, he, he was trying to speak up that, 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 you know, that there was warnings and warnings and people weren't listening. And then he got reassigned to some other job somewhere else, but because basically because he was complaining and he was a whistleblower. So there's well, somebody who stood up and mm-hmm. oh, now see, look at, listen, listen to you right now. Well, you know, so I mean, no, no. I mean, whether he's right or wrong, but whether he's right or wrong, And, and I don't know all, I just, I heard a lot of the testimony. I I don't know enough about what happened to him before. I don't know what I, I just know what the basics, but what I'm just saying is, is that people are, you know, people would be like, well, you know, he was just, you know, speaking out of his ass or whatever. Right. But I mean, he felt that he needed, maybe he was a disgruntled employee or whatever. Uh, But I mean, like, so, so it's hard for somebody to, you know, so say somebody who realistically does have something to speak out against. But sees how he's treated, right? And is like, oh fuck, I'm not gonna say anything, right? You know what I mean? But so it's
1: double. I sword. could give. I could give clarity on that one because. Unfortunately, okay. the real whistle the real whistleblowers of the world are the ones that have to live in hiding in, in other parts of the world that can never come home, that are wanted by countries just for simply actually blowing the whistle. The political pawn whistleblowers like this one, that was nothing more than the prelude to Schiff going to the Supreme Court announcing they're gonna do another committee to try to impeach the president. And that was an Obama appointee, and it was done by design. Those whistleblowers are put on the stand and put on TV and hailed as heroes. And in reality, I wish Trump would have gotten rid of all the previous administration and even the Bush administration appointees and put his own people in. That was his mistake. And he didn't do that. That was nothing more than a pawn. The real whistleblowers. And I'm not saying that to defend Trump. I'm just giving clarity on that because I could speak to that. Those whistleblowers are magically hailed as wonderful heroes. But the Julian Assange's of the world, the Edward Snowden's of the world that actually reveal things that hurt both parties and put dangerous truths out there about torture, about wars, about pay for play, about uh, child sex trafficking, about women trafficking, about arms deals, about cash payouts to terrorist organizations, creation of terrorist groups. Those are the ones that are vilified. Those are the ones that are hated and wanted to be, they want them put to death. Those are the whistleblowers I respect. The political pawn ones on either side, they honestly, that's just the flavor of the month because they need to do, uh, move forward a political agenda. So that, and I'm not knocking what you're saying. If it was legit, I mean, I would respect mm-hmm. somebody that Trump actually appointed that would come out and say it if there was something so bad. It wasn't even about Trump; it was about Pence's coronavirus response team. But if it was somebody right. that I was actually—I
0: didn't say it was Trump. I just said it was about. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I w- and I
1: no, I just wanted to make sure you understood. I wasn't going to say, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Yeah. no. I'm just, I'll just give clarity on it because I actually paid gotcha. attention to the whole backstory, and it's it repeats the gotcha. same vicious cycle, you know. And that's, but to your point. The real whistleblowers that aren't protected by colleagues and friends and of uh, friends and the Senate and the House, those are the ones. Those are the ones that they are treated worse than we are for doing a radio show, speaking truth. Those are the ones that literally they kill their families, they threaten their families. Well, that's they,
0: we're just crazies that nobody really listens to. We, we're, we're yeah, not- we're discredited. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we yeah, don't really count. Yeah. So,
1: and that's right. good. That's good because yeah, maybe we safe. could. <laughs> Well, no, we're not safe, I assure you. But um I should have told you that going in. But uh <laughs> but no, it's 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 those it's those of us who take the time and put forth the effort to do as you said, have these discussions and talk about these things in a public forum that we and this isn't just self-grandizing, this is true to form. This is this is the new age a new way of rebelling because it's all we have left. And they're trying so hard to take that away from us as well. Not just us, but free speech in general, you know, all all right. So they, they're on a mission to remove in God, we trust. And they're on a mission to remove religion and everything else. Okay. That's one thing, you know, uh, that's, that's been something going on for years, but they're also, they are totally, totally, totally united to try to remove dissident people speaking out because, and that's the thing I thought was funny when they started the censorship two years ago, when they took Alex Jones off the air, they took this one off the air, you know, the Democrats are sitting there pointing fingers saying, good, ha ha. And some of us were saying until it happens to you, fast forward six months, they're getting banned. And now it's the end of the world. And that's when you look back and say, you made it political. It wasn't political. It's done to go after those who have a voice of dissent and that's where people you know what i always go back to about the whole speech from the the time of the the holocaust but you know again when you don't speak out for one eventually there'll be nobody left to speak out for you because right. you ignore it with your own political bias step back and see if they do it to one they'll do it to all they do it to him or her they're going to do it to me and that's the danger that's the true danger that's that's the biggest threat we face as a society, as a world. And the sooner people realize that, I think the better off we'll all be. And, man, we, <laughs> this show going by way too fast. Um,
0: <laughs> that's a good wow. thing. That means it's, it's, we, we, we have a lot to talk about. And that's good because there's more to talk about the next time.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to try to move off that, that subject because I could, you know, I could talk about that forever. Well, I got forever. something
0: to ask you. I got sure. something to ask you. So, um, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever really asked you about your personal opinion about this, nor am I asking you to voice it now. Um But uh, it was interesting that I was listening to today when they were talking about, like, you know, and I brought this up earlier about the different states have the different phases, stages of opening, whatever you want to call it. And um, most of the states uh, are very similar in what can open and when. And um, I know that uh, apparently, so uh, usually the last stage involves dine-in restaurants and schools and, like, usually, like, theater theater like you know like for instance in new york it's broadway and like you know you know like events like that um but for a lot of states uh larger gatherings of of more than i don't know something like 20 or 30 people and that includes churches and so i've seen um i forget what state it was i feel like it was somewhere down south and i could be wrong not to you know, say anything against Southern states. I don't mean it that way. I feel like it was somewhere down South though, that a state, um, some, a, a church in some state, and I feel like it was like a Bible church, uh, said that they, you know, they, they refused to listen to their government. They were opening up and they did. And apparently, um, one of their, um, ministers or, uh, I'm not sure if they call it a minister or priest in, in their particular, uh, religion, um, apparently had gotten sick, um, and had died. And, uh, as of last, uh, count something like, f- I forget something like 30 or 40 of the parishioners were sick. Uh, four people had died. <laughs> um, and <clears throat> other churches though across the, uh, the United States are still are following suit. They're, they're opening up against orders. I think there's one in New Jersey who just said they're going to open up, uh, against the orders. Um, and I'm just wondering, you know, what do you think about that? Like the houses of worship that are like arguing that like, you know, separation of church and state. And so they're they're saying that they're not held to the same rules and regulations. Now, you know, I know, or maybe you don't know, I was a church organist for, oh my yeah. God, I was 14 years old. I was a church organist and I was a church organist for uh, a three point charge, meaning I actually was an organist for three different churches in the same you know, the, the, with the same minister, three different churches in, um, uh, uh, Wyoming County, actually, I don't know if they were all in the same County, but they were like, you know, three Methodist churches for many, many years. And then I was actually an organist, uh, you know, up in uh, Pike County for quite a while. And I actually was a fill in organist in Brooklyn for quite a while too. So for, for many years, um, however, I'm, I'm not a very religious person anymore, at least not a very Christian religious person anymore, um, and so I'm just wondering, what, what do you think about the the church situation? Like my, I, I know we had, the, there was a, I remember seeing, I don't remember what church it was. And they had, uh, they, there was a, a guy from one of the big news stations was interviewing people as they left. And they're like, aren't you worried? And the one woman, she's like, I am not worried. I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. I'm fine. And I'm like, okay. Um, and so, you know, my, my very, um, Sort of realistic and not so religious mind, and again, no in, no insults intended to anybody. I I'll let you, everyone believe whatever they want to believe, but my 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 beliefs. I'm kind of like I don't feel like I need to be in a building to uh, worship whatever I believe in, and so I just find it odd that like so many people uh, are. And here's my very um, sarcastic self coming through. I feel that a lot of churches depend on their uh, parishioners for money and for donations. Mm-hmm. And so I know a lot of them are like want to open up because that's where they're getting their money, uh, especially some of those really, really, really big churches that do all the the big, you know, fancy shows where they have their their ministers or have their private jets and stuff like that. My God. Um <clears throat> So anyhow, I, I digress. I'm just wondering what you think about uh, some of the churches and 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 their their arguments about how they should be how they're demanding to be open and and where that all fits in everything. And I don't know. It's just an interesting thought that just popped into my head. when I've been listening about that because not a lot of people are talking about that. And I know that a lot of uh, America has become rather godless. <laughs> I guess again, not so much godless as much as you know, organized religion is is has been kind of declining a bit. I don't know. What do you think about that?
1: I think the the argument, the true argument, and the true thing that maybe not enough talk about and they should, because they lose they lose credibility with what their argument when they fail to mention, but it really comes down to, in my opinion, regardless of where you sit, where you are, what side, what your beliefs are, we are constitutionally protected to have the right to freedom of religion. So okay. realistically, it's not an assault against a religion, a, a um, congregation. It's an assault against another constitutional right and another right of we the people. And that is the part that's scary. That is the part where they've taken away the assembly. They've taken away the mm-hmm. freedom of speech. They've taken away the religion. So what's left? What else are they going to target? Now, right. my view is I think people who are religious, and God bless, they that's their thing. And I don't knock them for it. I was raised right. Catholic. I, I, I was raised Catholic, and I think the Catholic Church, and maybe there are some exceptions to this. I think they're one of the biggest frauds ever perpetrated on mankind um I think they are disgusting um perverse evil and I always I remember as a kid I would ask my mom I would say hey with the bishop's annual appeal do they Western Union the money they got or they use moneygram um because I, I always wonder like you're raising all this money right but what good are you doing with it I remember when my father was on life support in Lehigh Valley hospital when I was oh god I, I don't even think I was in high school yet And, you know, our priests couldn't be bothered with coming and giving him last rites or anything of the sort, because, you know, we just didn't we weren't able to financially donate enough to church. So we don't rank. But others who do, they get that special treatment. I think that's a that's a perversion of of religion. And it's an insult to those people who are religious and actually have good intent. So I think a lot of it is a sham. And I think, you know. I I'm not going right. to try to quote scripture correctly unless mm-hmm. I could, you know, actually say the name and the book and everything else. But I, I think it goes without saying that, you know, it was Jesus himself who said the house of God is in your soul, you know, and it, yeah. it's, it almost feels to me like I, 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 I went to a, I guess you would, I, I may be saying it wrong. Cause I'm, I called myself a lapsed Catholic for many years. Um, mm-hmm. I went to a Christian church or an evangelical church, maybe, or maybe that's what you call Protestant. it. I'm not
0: sure. So it's either Catholic. So if you're, if you're a Christian, you believe in Jesus Christ. So there's a whole bunch of people believe in Jesus Christ. So you're either Catholic or Protestant. Okay. So Catholics are very, you know, strict, like as far as like, you know, with all your saints and your you know, you have your, um, uh, communi- well, there's mm-hmm. other religions you can communi- do, but like all that. And then Protestants, uh, believe in Jesus Christ as well. But they don't generally pray to saints and do all that other stuff. And then there's different types of Protestant religions. That's where you get like Methodist, Presbyterian, Baptist, and so on and so forth. Well, Christianity is is an overall blanket for anybody who believes in Jesus Christ. And then you have the different versions underneath it.
1: Okay. And – Oh, yeah. Well, I do have to give a shout out to the chat room and say, of course, you know, and I, I don't care. I'll put it out there publicly. St. Vincent de Paul Church and, uh, you know, Dingman's Ferry PA. Father Caparelli gave me my first communion and then, you know, later died of AIDS in jail because he was a child molester. And uh, I know that's not fair to say oh, that, you know, shit. it's not fair to bring that up. But that was one of the first big cases in uh, Pennsylvania and really got worldwide attention. And I know you can't label them all the same and everything else. But that right there shows you that. You know, Catholic Church has been yeah. a mass for evil for a long time. But um, I was getting to the point where, you know, when I went to this this different this faith assembly or whatever it was, I walk in. I'm like, wait a minute, where's the water to bless myself? Am I supposed to kneel? Where Where are the pews? Oh. Where are the you know? <laughs> no, I see that's
0: all Catholic, yeah.
1: I see a band playing and they're having a discussion yeah. like a regular discussion. It was actually cool. And I'm so used yeah. to you know, I, I remember I won't. <laughs> That's for another show. But I remember wearing a certain shirt and having tattoos and a priest telling me later on in life that, you know, I'm a heretic and I'm going to go to hell because I tarnish my body. You know, and that's a yeah. cult. And I remember saying like, oh, we right. believe in one God, the Father, of the Almighty. Everybody Almighty. kneel. Everybody rise. This priest who yeah. who put on a collar and went to school can send me to heaven or hell. But meanwhile, mm-hmm. in the Bible, was it in Jesus who forgave the criminals on the cross next to him? Yep. But no, oh, you get a tattoo. In paradise. Yeah, but you get it. Oh, but, but also,
0: let's don't forget, like, you're also a bunch of zombie followers, too, because you're eating the uh, the body of Christ and drinking the blood of Christ, too, yeah. when you're taking communion. But, yeah. So, I mean, hey, you know. <laughs> but, no, I mean, like, while I was a Methodist organist, they were very cool. Like, the Methodist Church in Dingman's Ferry was was really great. I mean, they had a little band. I mean, like, the minister there, uh, Victor Peterson, what a great guy. He He's uh he, he's retired now. But, um, I don't know, were you in the same – class is Teresa peterson no i think she was uh,
1: she was peterson. before there was a- me yeah i knew okay. her
0: yeah yeah and then then her little brother vic who actually egged our house <laughs> even though i was the organist at the church yeah that was fun anyhow mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but yeah i mean like that, that they were they were the the it was a great place. I mean, they're very friendly. I mean, that really changed my mind about organized religion. I really liked them. They, I mean, we had, like I said, we had a, we had a band. They were like, it was, it was a much cooler you know, place, but that was just about the only church I was ever at that I really enjoyed. And anyone yeah. before and after, it was just kind of like, eh. yeah.
1: And, and that's and how, how I Catholics feel. Catholics don't
0: believe in um, uh, don't believe in cremation either. Right. That's like a, a huge sin too. Right.
1: Oh, God, I couldn't quote and say specifically, but probably, you know, they it's they're they're also pro-life, except when it's convenient for them. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like and that's the thing. It's like, oh, these are our, our edicts, except when it's not politically opportune. I, I honestly, I said this and I mean this. I think the churches that go political, I would back tax them to 1776, take away their exempt status <laughs> and I would run their ass yeah. out. I'm sorry. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's wrong. But I when agree. I see, when I see no. priests driving around in their BMWs and their Mercedes and yeah. everything else, I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, but uh, I have a, I have a gripe with you, but, but yeah, and, and we can I mean, expand on really that. A,
0: yeah. I mean, you don't have to take a, uh a, um, a vow of poverty or anything like that, but come on.
1: (laughs) Yes. You know, and, and again, I would like to expand on that probably another show when we have more time, but Mm -hmm. I, to just round back to the initial thing, I, I honestly feel that whether we agree or don't agree on whatever it may be or whoever, whatever it is that it's really granularly, granularly speaking, that's what I'm trying to say. It's an attack. It's an attack on a constitutional yeah. right, yeah, and that's yeah. that should be. That's and some, yes, and some do not. Like I said, they don't illustrate that, and they sound foolish when they don't, because it's the most blatant yeah. thing in the world. When I see cops coming and giving fines to people that are pro, having a church service in a parking lot and cars separated from each other, yeah,
0: that's ridiculous,
1: right? And I think to myself, how how sick is that? You know, and that right there is just a blatant uh, assault on your constitutionally protected freedoms, your civil liberties, and you don't hear that spoken about enough. And it should be. It should be. And I think some people, some people lose that that narrative because they 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 stray from the talking point they should be utilizing to be taken seriously. Stop making it about me, 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 my church, my this, and start making about what it actually is. It's another stripping and damning of your right to do so, to feel, to think, to be. Right. That
0: it's a stripping that. of your right to do whatever you want to do as long as it's yes. not hurting anyone or it's not death basically, you know, illegal, which of course it's not illegal. So yeah, and it's I and again, and you've said this a million times, like. 9-11 happened and we willingly threw our right to a lot of things away for the good of all okay. supposedly. And now here it's happening again. And thankfully yes. a lot of people are fighting at this time and I'm glad for that, but we have to keep doing it. Yes.
1: That. And that's the thing, not to back down or lose that fight and that ambition and that reason and what's guiding you. The right reason needs to be guiding you, not the politically expedient reason. Not again, you know, I, I've done this in the past. I mean, Jesus, we sued the city of Wilkes-Barre. The ACLU went from protesting me one day to representing me the next day. We were suing the city of <laughs> Wilkes-Barre. Yeah, they were subscribed to my mailing list, of course, so they want to look for reasons to protest me. But when an Obama supporter in a liberal city like Wilkes-Barre wanted to hold a pro-Obama rally and they were going to get charged a fee for protest, and I said... Oh. wait a minute like you tried that shit with okay. me too and i said you know what i got your back and i went to the city council i told off the entire city council and you know we we were going to move ahead and sue them not for money just because it was a and it was the only time i think the aclu has ever done anything right but um a- again it it shouldn't be biased you know and that's something right. that also people need to break away from that that we spoke earlier about victim culture you need to break away from that indoctrinated Mm -hmm. culture and say if it's wrong for them regardless of what their beliefs are then somebody is going to say it's wrong for you as well fight like you would for yourself for your neighbor and maybe that's a very religious thing to do (laughs) you know but again you that have to a religious be, thing. I
0: think it's a moral thing. Exactly. Right thing. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And we've lost, we've lost that yeah. ability to see beyond the bias and the bullshit and the propaganda. We've lost that. And to come back to that and to continue fighting for the right reasons, not allowing yourself yeah. to be a puppet of a CDC, of a UN, of a world health, of a Republican party, of a Democrat party, of the media party, you know, to be, A good person fighting for good reasons that are common sense to fight with a fire and a passion for the right things, you know, and that's what we need to see more of people know, yeah, and you see more organic rallies being held—the reopen rallies and things like that—not all bought right. and paid for like we saw in the beginning, <laughs> by some but,
0: random uh, uh, yeah, like some, some
1: random guy in, in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> has fifty thousand followers in five minutes. They magically got all the permits and the insurance all in twenty yeah. minutes, and had a website <laughs> up in thirty minutes. And yeah, but <laughs> you, you know, you see in these random these random protests happening. Good good, good, good. And I will also say it's beholden upon all of you listening and everybody out there that will hear this to, I hate Facebook. I hate Twitter. I hate Periscope. I can go down the list. I hate them all. Social media, DARPA, mind control. It's it's meant to control and dumb down people, but use their tools against them. When you see something taking place, live stream, broadcast because it's yeah. up to the citizen journalists now the actual people mm-hmm. to do the job that the media is failing to do and the sooner people realize that the better off we will be as a whole <sighs> just my personal true. my personal viewpoint there but <laughs> yeah,
0: it's very true it's very true and 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 it and i think not only um you know not only do i support that but i, I think a lot of uh, other people do too i mean it's it's, it's common sense, which we've talked about. Unfortunately, um, actually, it's not common sense because it's not common anymore. Having yeah, sense yeah. is not a common thing anymore. That's what my husband always says. Kevin always is like, you know, it's not. He's like, right. When I say that, he's like, he just looks at me. He's like, there is no such thing as common sense. And I'm like, you're right.
1: No, <laughs> so it, it's, it's bad. Bias and opinion has become the new factual, and it should never be that way. Yeah. There is a clear right, wrong, The gray areas are very, the gray area is what we're in right now, what you and I are in together, regardless of difference of beliefs, anything we have one common belief that, you know, you could see right from wrong and, you know, purposely propagandized crap versus reality. This is the gray area you know, and, yeah. and people need to realize that and empower themselves and take that next step and be willing to call into shows like this, start your own show, join yeah. our network, do a yeah. show. I don't care. You yeah. know, be, be willing to be heard and be willing to speak yeah. up because they will take that from you and they're doing yeah. it Yeah. every day.
0: And you don't even, you don't have to even, and, and to people who are listening, I mean, you don't have to do the whole live thing, you know? If you're afraid of yeah. that or whatever, like you can do a record, like like Kevin and I did the recordings, like that, yes. you know? Like he he's afraid to do live, and it's like, okay, that's fine. I you know. So what? I don't. I mean, it's weird to do it by yourself. Like sometimes, I mean, you 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 don't mind talking, like you got to be a freak like me. And... We, I know. Well, that second time that we ever tried to do this, and like you couldn't get in right because we were still on blog talk, you know, and and yeah. so like I was like, all right, so I can start talking, and then it's like, all right, so I'm here by myself, <laughs> I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> I started talking, you know, I was like, all right, well we'll let's start talking about this and I'm just like but when you joined I was like oh thank God because having the conversation is is much more natural, it's much more organic and I like that better than just hearing myself talk. But yes. If you're if you're if you're not like if you're by yourself and you don't want to do that, then do a recording thing because you can always stop yourself and then go back and start it again or whatever. And and the, the the last thing that Kevin and I did was I just put the phone down on the table as we started talking about something random because sometimes we, we we have these great conversations and it's great to capture it, you know, and it's yeah. just it's organic and it's and that's fine. But like you said, don't let it be taken away. So like if you're having a discussion with somebody, record it. If you're just, or if you just want to, if you have thoughts and you just want to talk about it, do that, record it and then put it out there. I mean, and even if you don't want to put it out here, put it on YouTube. It's free to put it on YouTube. Let it be heard. And if you think, well, nobody's going to listen to me, you never know. Just, just put it out there. So like, you know, even feeling here, one or two people like, you know, listen to it or like, it, or even don't like it, you know, don't be afraid. Who cares? Somebody listen to it. You know what I mean? That's the important thing. Let people hear your viewpoint.
1: Yes. And that's, that's important. Like, they're, like the recording of the intro of the other show says, you know, and I say this over and over again about your voice being the, you know, <laughs> your last line of defense against tyranny, and it's true, you know, and you, you have to you saying something randomly and uploading it onto a format like this might resonate with somebody else who will randomly hear it and they'll feel empowered or they'll feel inspired and want to get involved with more people who do that. And it's just the cycle of life, you know, be willing to be brave enough to put your voice out there before they silence that they've already masked you. They've already masked you. (laughs) Don't let them, don't let them completely mute you and cut your tongue out. And I think it's important that people really take that to heart understand that so that's that
0: serious.
1: wow we got three minutes left
0: <laughs> we did a good job we did a good job dan
1: i think so i don't know how anybody else feels but i i enjoyed this and
0: but it doesn't know, matter right because we're putting our thoughts out there and that's what's important
1: damn straight damn straight you know and the pod world has been good to us again and yeah you know, thank you. And I look forward to making an announcement with Charming very soon because we are going to talk, my friend. Awesome. I got I to call my boss as soon as I'm off this, though. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> but, But, you know, regardless, you know, it was it was a lot of fun. It's always a lot of fun. And that's why I want to thank you as always. And I appreciate your time. I look forward to next Wednesday night and I look forward to tomorrow night and thank you chat room we love you podbean community at least it's nice to see some engagement and some life yeah it's um, nice yes and um regardless i want to invite everybody to tune in 6 p m tomorrow on the evil blogtalkradiocom vop uh you can find that link it'll be shared as well on our facebook page on voice of the people usa radio fan page give it a like give it a follow share 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 we will put out info soon about the mailing list here uh, and how to get people subscribed via Podbean. I ask you to please follow this, this show, follow the channels. There's going to be a lot of new content coming kind of rapid fire over the next few weeks, but that's what we want. We want new people, new life, new passion, You know, new people just get out there and – you Know be active and be heard, and that's what this is all about, and that's what this is for. So, I invite you all to stick with us via Podbean again. I really got to learn our link for this. You know it, I don't. Um, but,
0: <laughs> I think it's oh, I can't remember VOPU, I don't remember now. VOPU, I know, V-O-P-U podbean.com, something I told you before, I and I don't remember.
1: <laughs> I know, Charming, that's your duty, man. You need to, you know, you know, Podbean better than us, but um, again, 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 again vopusa radio.com vopusa radio.com check out our website listen to our past shows our archives our new shows it's all there more content coming follow us on twitter vopusa radio again facebook voice of people usa radio fan page like share please because believe me they've been shadow banning us for years at one point we had ten thousand people liked and now it's down to like uh like 2,000 or 3,000 or some crap like that. That was done by design. But overcome the censorship, overcome the shadow banning. Again, I invite you all to tune in tomorrow, blogtalkradio.com slash VOPUSA. We'll be on from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern time. We will be back here next Wednesday night, 7 p.m. on Podbean. And sometime within the next two weeks, we will be launching the two-hour show on Tuesday nights as well. Voice of People USA Radio live on Podbean. Looking forward to that. Carrie, as always, thank you. It's been an honor and a privilege.
0: Love you, Dan. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Love you. And give my best to the maestro. And everybody else listening, thank you so much for your engagement and for your time and for sharing and for following and just allowing us to come into your home. Means the world to me, to Carrie, to all of us because you're the reason why we do what we do because we know there's people out there that... Mm -hmm look for alternatives like this. So this, this is for you. And, and I had to do it one more time. And this is for all of you as well. <laughs> okay. And with that, I'm going to play, I'm going to find that. Uh, I'm going to go back to the startup song that I enjoyed. And uh, that's it. So thank you all. Have a great night. And we'll see you tomorrow night on blogtalkradio.com slash USA. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great night. Take care. Speedway, we've always been here to get you what you need when you need it. We're committed to keeping our stores open, clean, and safe, so you can stay fueled and refreshed all summer long. We've got cold drinks for hot days and frozen drinks for even hotter ones, plus energy boosts, quick bites, and pick-me-ups. We're always on your way, and we're always here for you. So no matter what you need, when you stop by, we'll be ready. Now, any speedy freeze up to mighty size is just 99 cents. If we want to list every way Spreaker can help podcast publishers, well, we need a podcast of our own. Whether you're in charge of long running series with extensive backlogs or countless limited series, you can organize and monetize your entire catalog with Spreaker. With Spreaker's customizable publisher plan, you can add collaborators, analyze extensive listener analytics, and even share exclusive content through custom RSS feeds. And that's just for starters. Head to Spreaker.com to learn more. That's S P R E A K E R.com.